let's get to the word. I want to know, I want you to know that we are in a place now where there's so much uncertainty that's going on. Uh, the more you listen to the news, the more you watch CNN, the more perplexed it seems like you become. Uh, we know who's in charge and we know that he is greater than whatever we hear or whatever we think that we know, but I want you to know that God is in control. None of what's going on has taken him by surprise. Oh, I wish you would understand that. See, just because God doesn't approve everything doesn't mean he doesn't allow it. But for everything that happens in our lives, he always has an answer. Come on here, I need somebody. You want to work, come on, class participation. You got to work with me this morning. God is in charge no matter what we feel, no matter what we see. It's about who we know. And if we know him the way we should know him, we know that we can praise him no matter what. Oh, come on and bless him, come on and bless him. And so I want to encourage you this morning. We're not going to be uh, labor the issue and we're not going to be long. I'm going to do my best to try to follow the rules and regulations stipulated by the church here at Perfecting Faith Church that makes us all working members. Amen. Would you go with me to the scripture? First Samuel chapter 30. First Samuel chapter 30. Just want to encourage you this morning and let you know that God is on your side. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 30 and we're going to begin at the first verse. And it reads as such, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burnt it with fire. And he had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Let's stop there for a moment. Uh, the Amalekites were sore enemies of Israel. Now David is on the run because he has to deal with a leader who has issues, uh, a leader who is insecure, a leader who hates David because David has become popular with the people and it's not by his own doing, it's because God has been on his side to give him the victory in all areas of David's life. Remember when David is called to be king, the father, Jesse forgot that he had a son in the back singing and playing with the sheep. Because we think that we certain people have a stature, certain people have a way. It's got to be intellectual. They have to carry themselves. We think that they fit the bill. But how many know that there are people in the back? I just need you to work with me a little bit. How many know it's not who we think is going to be the leader? It's who God chooses to be the leader. So David now is on the run from his leader after he served him. No matter how, he tried to kill him. But David stayed in his place and he, and he served him. But now David's got to run because now his life is in danger. In danger. 
And so he goes on to verse 3 and says, So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Now, how many of you know, as soon as you make up your mind that you are going to serve God no matter what, that the enemy comes in to distract you? He's going to try to come and take everything that is precious to you. Anything that means something to you. He wants to turn your face away from God. But how many know that God is still in control? And no matter what he tries to do, God is going to have the last answer. And his answer is always, you already, it's going to be, you are a winner. Tell your neighbor, you already won. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Tell him, then, then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and they wept until they had no more power to weep. Has anybody ever had the experience of crying all night? Oh, I'll, talk, I'll talk to the musicians. I know they're going to help me out. Anybody ever felt... Whatever's going on in their life, you don't know. You've been doing everything you could. You've been coming to 6 a.m. prayer. You've been coming to noonday prayer. You come to every Wednesday Bible study. You've been trying to come to every service God opens the door for. But there are some things in your life that cause you to weep. There are things in your life that call you to cry. And the thing is, you can't call your prayer partner. You know why? Because they're going through too. But the Bible says that they wept. And then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept. And they had no more power to weep. They wept until they couldn't cry anymore. Let's move on here. And then he says, and David's two wives were taken captives. When, he, when the enemy comes in, he takes what's closest to you. Well, at least he tries, you know. What's closest to you, you know, and the two wives who was a Jezreelite and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And the Bible says, next verse, that, and David was greatly distressed. Just because you're saved doesn't mean that distress is not going to come. The Bible says, because these light afflictions, because this is light stuff for God. We're going to get someplace. These light afflictions are for a minute. Tell your neighbor, it's only going to be about a minute. Hold on, hold on. You can cry. I'll give you some tissues, but hold on. It's only going to be for a minute. For the people spake to stone him because the soul of all the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself. How? In the Lord. Who is his God? Or just take your right hand and put it on your shoulder and say, be encouraged. Because you can't touch nobody right now. Just say, be encouraged. Now turn to the person next, next to you and say, now you need to be encouraged. Come on, I need you to talk through those, through those masks. And you need to be encouraged. Here we go. But then David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, Bring me hither the ephod, the ephod. The ephod is a garment that the priests would come before the Lord with. In other words, he wanted to go the right way. 
He wanted to present himself to God in the right manner. We come to God any old kind of way. We step to him when we're in need, but that's not how you get an answer from him. You got to learn how to put yourself in the right place. You have to have the right position. You have to have the right heart because he already knows what you want when, before you even ask him. But if you step to him the wrong way, even though he loves you, he got to remind you who he is. I'm God and I know all about this. And when you come to me, you got to come to me knowing that I'm going to do what I say that I'm going to do for you and that you've already won the battle. I need somebody to understand. Somebody that's in the battle. I only got a few minutes now. You got to work with me. Somebody who's in the battle right now, I want to encourage you that you've already won. Oh, how many winners do we have in the house? Yeah, I know it's, it's good for us to say I'm a winner. But I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you're a winner. Tell him you're a winner. Look him in the eye. Tell him you are a winner. And Abiathar brought the, 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 he, the ephod to David. Hallelujah, the right way. And David inquired at the Lord. David took time to talk to God. It's not like the God didn't know what was going on. God saw it. He allowed it. But David said, I want to inquire of the Lord because when you inquire of the Lord, you'll get the right answer. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Saying, shall I pursue after this troop? This troop? Shall I go after these gangsters? <laughs> shall I go after these raiders? Should I go after these folks that hate me just by association? You know, some people don't even know you, but because who you're associated with, they don't like you either. I wish I had some real people that want to talk to me today. Some people, because they don't like certain people, and you know them, they don't like you either. Never met you, never talked to you. All they do is see you with that other person. I don't like that crew. I don't like you. They don't even know you. So they're hating David by association. Shall I overtake them? Can I go? Tell me, God, what shall I do? Is it going to work for me? And he, God, answered him and said, what? Pursue. Tell your neighbor, I'm going after the enemy today. Oh, you don't mean it. You don't mean it. You sitting down and you got your legs folded and your arms are all folded. You got to go for it with the gusto. You got to have both hands up. You got to have your head up. You got to know who's in charge, who is the captain of your ship, knowing that no matter what, even if there's a shipwreck, you're getting out it on pieces and you will not die. And those that are with you can't die. I need somebody that's going to pursue to be a blessing to the Lord. We're looking for him to do so much for us. Can we bless him this morning? Oh, tell him I'm going after him. I'm going after it. I'm going after it. For thou shall Surely, we can stop right there. If he tell you to pursue, in God's words, 
In other words, you got this. I got your back. Don't worry about it. I'm going to cover you. I wouldn't tell you if I didn't know. So go after it. Overtake them. Surely you will win. I need some winners in the house. Oh, my high. I'm trying to be cool, Brother Juice. But I, I, I'm excited because I know that God is in charge of my life. And I know you believe he's in charge of yours. But we got to let the enemy know. You only have a few seconds. Because in a minute, I'm taking everything that you tried to take from me. I'm taking it back. I'm not asking you. I'm not begging you. I'm not pleading with you. I'm taking it back. Tell your neighbor, take it and take it back. Can you praise him? Can you praise him before you get it? Woo! Y'all gonna help me preach? I'm taking it back. I don't care how long you think you got an enemy. It is not yours to have. God gave it to me. And God promised me that I would have it. So I'm gonna get it. Turn around and tell your neighbor, I'm about to get it. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Look them in the eye. You gotta be in fighting mode. You can't be scared. You gotta learn how to put your dukes up. You gotta learn how to tell the enemy, time's up. You've done it long enough. This is it. Get it back to me. I don't ask you. I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus. He told me to come after you. And I'm taking my stuff back. Get it. Gotta get it back. Hey. Whoa. I will surely take it and recover it all. I need somebody to say I'm getting it all back. Step aside, enemy. Step aside, enemy. I'm coming your way. If you want some of this, you're about to get it. While I'm getting my stuff, I am praising God in my journey. Do I have any praises here this morning? Can you praise him? Can you open your mouth? Can you lift your hands? Hallelujah.
Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Woo! So, you're trying to take my family, but I'm letting you know I'm taking my family back. Give me my wife back. Give me my husband back. Give me my children back. Give me everything you tried to take from me and you stole from me. Didn't belong to you. Give it back to me and give it back to me now. I take my marriage back. Things were in problems and troubles, but I'm taking it back today. I need you to understand. You gotta give me my money back. I may have been unemployed. I may have to get unemployment. But while I was there, you provided for me. I'm taking my finances and I'm taking it back. Anybody need a financial miracle? Anybody know that God is going to provide? I'm really almost finished. I'm taking my peace back. This, this last 13 and a half, 14 months, we've been dealing with things that has been troubling our peace, messing with our health. You better give it back to me. I even, when you, when you, when you got the COVID, he's angry with you because you're here. And yes, we've lost some loved ones. I lost some good friends, family members, ministerial staff members. I, I, I know what had happened, but I'm still here. And if you even had a slight symptom, turn around to your neighbor and say, but I'm still here. And if I'm still here, I'm gonna praise him for my health. Devil, get out of my body. Get out of my mind. Give me my mind back. I'm needing my mind because I'm about to start a business. I know there's a pandemic going on, but he made some promises to me. I need my mind to work and manage my business. Anybody got a business that they know God spoke to them about? Tell the devil, the devil will give me back my mind. I'm trying to get through. I only have a few more minutes. But most of all, I want you to give me back my joy. Tried to wear me out. But I read scripture that says the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Is my strength. Anybody need strength this morning? I need you to leap for joy. Come on. Woo! Leap for it. Leap for it. Reach out for it. Leap for it. Don't you stop. Don't get tired. 
Don't get weary. Leap for the joy. The joy of the Lord. It comes out strength. Come on and bless the name of the Lord. Because he's good. And because he's kind. There is nobody like him. I've got joy in place of sorrow. I got joy in place of turmoil. I got joy. If you're going to praise him, go in and praise him. Don't play with it. Now listen. I don't know why you came this morning. That's right, those of you can dance without music, you keep on dancing. You may have registered and you were able to get in, but even if you weren't able to register, if you were home in your house and you were watching us on live stream, would you still be praising him? If you weren't able to come into the house, can you praise him in your house? If you weren't able to come and sit in the seat, can you praise him on the side of your bed? And what are you praising him for? I'm praising him because he told me to. He told me to go after it. Because today is recovering day. I've been through devastation. But today is a new day. Today begins restoration. Everything that I thought I lost, it's at my foot right now. One more time, put your hands together and thank him for the recovery. Thank him. together as a body because there's some people who don't have our testimony some people may not be feeling it but when we come together and to fellowship this is how we encourage each other and so I know you can't touch anybody but just take a minute and walk around your seat and pull everything that the enemy has taken from you and pull it to your bosom it's already yours. Just get it back. Just get it back. Come on. Take your hand and pull it back. Pull back those shoes. Pull back that husband. Pull back your finances. It's yours. Social distance, but it's still yours. I'm taking it back. Surely, surely, you shall recover. And you shall recover it all. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. 
everybody is standing. What I want you to do is, uh, I want you to take this passage of scripture and go back and study it out. The Amalekites were just sore enemies of Israel. Now you gotta know the story because the Amalekites are uh, 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 descendants of Amalek who is the grandson of Esau. I want you to catch it. And we know the issues with Esau and Jacob. But, but one day Jacob decided, I don't wanna live like this anymore. And the Bible says he went to go and pray and there was a ladder that he went likewise. And he made it his choice that I am not gonna be the same anymore. He told the angel of the Lord who was really Jesus Christ that I'm not going to be the same and I'm not going to leave this place until you bless me. I know my brother can't stand me and I know there are issues. Oh, they got it right after a while, but I'm not going to leave until you bless me. Bless me is based on your purpose and your will. At that time is when his name was changed. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. That made that one man who they called a deceiver, the father of nation. You are the seed of Abraham. Oh, I'm not talking about legitimacy. Because Abraham heard God. Abraham left his father's house. He took his daddy with him, but he left his father's house. But because he followed God, everybody on the earth at that time that heard about God, the Bible said that they were put into the house of God, to the divinity of God, to the program of God. They were blessed. If you know that no matter where you are right now, whatever you're dealing with, that you are blessed and that you are assured to get all that the enemy stole from you. One more time, you give him a high praise. Don't get tired. One more time, I want you to holler. It's recovery time. Tell the enemy, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, I'm taking what you stole from me back. Come on, talk to him, talk to him. He be messing with you in your mind all night. You tell him you're not gonna have this another day, not another moment. You can't have it, you can't have it. It doesn't belong to you. That God is for me. And if God is for me, what, who can be against me? What shall separate me from the love of God? Know who you are. Woo. Lord have mercy. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. 
Y'all gotta work with me, musicians. Y'all gotta work with me. David had to encourage himself. The men that were with him, 200 of them couldn't take it. They were so distraught that all they could do was mourn. But those that went said, we're going up. Because God told us that we could. And God told us that we would recover it all. Every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Father, we are so grateful to you. Your promises are yea and amen. We know that you are a great God. I thank you for these people that are here today. You have made ways for every one of us that sit here today. Some of us have lost some things and some people, but you have told us to encourage ourselves and that we should pursue after the things that we have lost because we will and shall recover it all. Thank you for the promise. Ah, everything that you said is coming to pass in our lives. It's not according to our feelings. It's not according to our emotions. It's according to who we know we are. And you are the author and you are the finisher of our faith. And we thank you for it. For everyone that's in the house or those of you that are watching right now and you don't know the Lord is your personal savior, he wants you to pursue after his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus came to this planet to save you. You don't have to stay in the same place that you're in. He's made provision for you. There's an invitation that is open eternally and the invitation will not stop until he returns. So if you don't know him, whether you're in the house or whether you're streaming, we want you to know that you have the opportunity today because he loves you so much. So everyone in the house is gonna repeat with me. Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you today that you have asked us to pursue you, that we don't have to stay the same way we are, that you sent your son to die for us, and today we can be free. Today we can be delivered. Today we can be free. Today we can be delivered. And we thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for giving us everything we need to follow you. I pray that you would give us the strength. Give us the strength. Show us how we can follow you and be disciples of you. We thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you that today we are saved. We are a part of the body of Christ. And we give you glory and we give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put those hands together. And bless the name of the Lord. If you prayed that prayer with us, please make sure that you give us a call on the comments it says on the screen it says i pray that prayer you put that in the comments and i promise you that the ministerial staff will get in contact with you to make sure that you are followed and we will give you your next step
want you to make sure that you would really uh, look into the PFI world for Holy Convocation. That's going to begin this Wednesday. Amen. If you haven't registered, you still have time, I believe. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're going to pray for the entire endeavor for Bishop Winans. All the information is right there on your screen. You can tune in to that and be blessed. Amen.